I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Welcome to Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And I am so excited about today's show. My guest joining me for today's conversation is literally one of the most inspirational women on the planet. Her story is, it showcases the majesty and the mercy and the love of our God. And honestly, fasten your seatbelts because you are in for a serious ride. That her story and the revelation that Jesus has given her over the years has literally transformed every facet of her life and countless thousands of others around the world with what Jesus has actually done for her. He's taken her literally from darkness to light. I'm not going to spoil, spoil her story, I'll let her share. But literally, he's taken her from one extreme of life to another and transformed, like I said, every aspect of it. So she is a message that is contagious hope. So listen, open, I just encourage you, open your heart. I'm so excited to welcome to today's conversation, the one and only Katie Souza. Katie, welcome to this show. Hey girl, this is so much fun. We finally get to meet, it's so yes. exciting. I yes. love it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Oh my goodness, it's an absolute honor, Katie. And obviously, we've worked on prayer assignments together in the past, but never actually met face to face. So it's I've heard your name a million times, and now I've finally seen your face, and we get to talk to each other. This is great. I love your show, and I love your broadcast. Will you share with us some of your story, like what happened to you that has completely transformed you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so glad that Jesus has it has the power to fix us. And that's what we're going to talk about today because I definitely was broken and needed fixing. Um, you know, I was a career criminal for a huge portion of my life. I grew up on the wild side, always doing drugs, um, doing crimes. And then I went into full time, um, criminal behavior. I was a meth cook. I was a meth addict. I was doing my own product cause I, I made really good dope. I was a collector. So when people, what, what that is, is when people owe money for drug debts, I was the person that went and forced them to pay it. So I actually loved that part of my career, if you want to call it that, because I was so angry. I don't even really know why. I don't know if it's generational or, you know, the fact that I was abused as a child or what it was, but being able to go and, you know, uh, kick in people's doors, put a gun to their head, take their stuff at gunpoint. I fed off of that. I fed off the anger. I fed off the rush. I fed off the power. It was like gasoline to my tank. And, and so I was doing that to a lot of people. I was always getting arrested. I mean, I had people that owed money for drugs calling the cops on me just to stop me from uh, harassing them because my harassment was, was so terrifying. I was battling with um, biker clubs. A biker club actually tried to kill me. I have a, a bone that sticks up on my collarbone here because they took the master link off my motorcycle chain uh, when I came to collect from them. So when I got back on the bike and took off, the chain snapped, wrapped around my rear tire and sent me into a straight skid. And I 
hit a curb and went end over end and the cops came looking for me because somebody called the cops and I had to hide out. The helicopters came. I mean, I've, I've lived a, a life. And um, finally, the federal marshals, you know, for those of you that are overseas, those are the big guys. They caught up with me and at a, at a lab that, where I was cooking meth and they arrested me and gave me a 12 and a half year sentence. And in that place of despair and in, I met the Lord. I mean, even while I was in prison, I was always going into lockdown in prison because I was always fighting, fighting another inmate or attacking the police. I was, I attacked the police many times. You know, I, I physically, you know, went after them and attacked them and they would put me into lockdown. I had like the record amount of times in that facility for somebody in lockdown. And I met, but I met the Lord in that, in the hole, <laughs> you know, like that classic thing. And, uh, you know, I, I did stuff like, you know, okay, God, if you're real, get me a Bible in this hole because in the hole, they give you nothing. It's freezing cold, no, no blankets, no mattress, no nothing, blood and feces all over the, the cell. And, you know, I said, if you're real, give me a Bible because they wouldn't even bring me a Bible. And then they would finally take me out for a shower after days and days in lockdown. And I'd go in there and take a shower. There'd be poop in the, on the floor of the shower. And I'd take a shower and I'd go to throw my dirty, I went to throw, throw my dirty uniform in the barrel, which was normally piled to the top with dirty clothes. And I looked down and lo and behold, at the bottom of the barrel was a Bible. You know, I, I mean, things like that happened to me. And then I started praying for people in prison. And the Lord said, I'm going to give you an anointing. For healing. The Lord got me out supernaturally. I had a 12 and a half year sentence. He said, I'm getting you out early. Uh, I'm getting you out. He gave me an actual date. I went around telling everybody and everybody started laughing at me. Oh, there's crazy Kate. She went from being a total psycho to a total Christian fanatic. And now she's saying that the Lord's going to get her out on this date. And it actually happened. The, you know, I won a case, even though I was guilty. Um, God got me out on that exact date that I had prophesied a year before, the whole place, you know, the whole prison blew up. Wow, God is real. God can do crazy stuff like get people out of prison. You know, uh, I mean, it was, it was amazing testimony. I got out and just began to build our prison ministry. We're now in 4,000 prisons around the United States and the world. It's my favorite thing to do is go in and minister to prisoners. We go to churches on the outside, but we also go to prison on the inside. And now I see crazy miracles. It's normal in our meetings for uh, metal to disappear from people's bodies, proven by metal detectors, proven by doctors, proven by, you know, testimonies and witnesses. And so it's been awesome. I just, sometimes I just want to ball. I just want to cry so hard with joy and gratefulness, Liz, because Jesus he knows how to redeem, man. He knows how to save. He knows how to heal. He knows how to fix it. He knows how to explode. He knows how to do it all. And I'm just so grateful for the Lord. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Katie, honestly, I'm like tearing up here. I'm just, I feel so overwhelmed. Like, so thankful for your life. He's so merciful and incredible, isn't he? The way he's crashed in on your life. Yeah. So fruit of it Katie like you say you know thousands and thousands of people who inmates in prisons whose lives are just devastated and there you go in as a living picture of hope to say same God same Jesus will do it for you all that he's done for me 
and the extraordinary miracles and the authority. I mean, I just love it because you're, you, you literally don't have an unbelieving bone in your body because you've <laughs> seen the glory of God and you know him so intimately and it's obvious. You know, mm. will you share a bit more? I know in the past we've talked about the revelation that the Lord gave you about the glory, literally living in the glory accessing the glory and creating from the glory like well yeah. you should have a bit more of that revelation because i know that's completely transformed your life yeah i mean when i got out of prison the 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 lord came upon me and started showing me like scriptures and like one uh two corinthians three eighteen it says that we are transformed into his image into his likeness from glory to glory now that's not talking about our spirit man because our spirit man is instantly transformed upon our regeneration in christ Right? right, so it's, it's talking about the soul and the body, okay? Because those are the things in us that get progressively transformed from glory to glory, right? And so I began to sit in the presence, uh, in, through worship, through communion, through massive, just like very intense study of the scriptures. And as I did, uh, I began to to experience that transformation inside. My mind began to change, uh, you know. My emotions before anything that was upsetting would just set me off, right? And I was an angry, so I'd rise and war, you know? And, and I felt bitter. And even as a Christian, even after I got saved, I still felt that bitterness and of, of how I was on the streets. Because we have to not only have regeneration or spirit, but we have to progressively be healed in the way we think and our reactions in our, in our soul and everything else. And I began to experience new levels of peace. I got delivered of a root of bitterness that had been my family line forever. And I started to see miracles happen even more. That's when the miracle realm really opened up for me is when my soul got healed. Because the Bible does say, you know, you'll be pro you will prosper. That's right. your finances. And be in health, that's your body, even as, even as your soul is prospered. So it's as this, the glory, the light of Jesus Christ penetrates into us as we sit in that place of intimacy and union with God, that the soul is changed and then the body is changed and everything starts happening. And then we begin to not only have this be changed, but then we begin to administrate that miracle realm of glory and light out of our transformation. And that's when I began to really see like, you know, the, the metal disappearing and, and people delivered in mass, like mass people de delivered without me touching them and, and just crazy miracles that you go, wow, this, this is happening. It's amazing. But it happened because of transformation in the presence, in the glory. Right. So was that when you were on your own? Literally, obviously, you'd come out of prison. Your whole life had changed. You'd been, like you say, the Holy Spirit come into your spirit and regenerated you. So you were a new person, a new, a new creation in Christ. And then you went through the soul journey of obviously yeah. being such a broken woman to being restored, your mind restored, your emotions <laughs> restored. So was that literally like your secret life with God on, at home? pressing in to get transformed in your soul. And then that started to manifest outside when you went to the prisons. Yeah, it did. Uh, you know, it's like I would spend eight hours, up to eight hours a day in the presence, you know, and, and, and honestly, you have to go into that deep place with God to see the bigness 
of him because there's so much junk in us, not only from our own life experiences, but from our ancestral experiences. And what happened is, is as I would go in, stuff was starting to come up in me. And I started facing demonic oppression, crazy sicknesses, and things that, you know, that the devil, the devil uses your soul like an onion. There's layers. He puts things throughout the realm of time that the traumas that happened in your lifetime and then a sin or an altar or idolatry that happened in your bloodline. And that's why you got to keep on being in the presence to peel the onion because you never know when a layer in your soul that the devil is going to use against you will come up. That's when I discovered about the light of Jesus and how it's a a healing power. I can remember reading uh, Malachi 4.2 and it said, it says that the son of righteousness, which is Jesus, will arise on you with healing in his wings and his beams. That's in the Amplified Classic. That it adds the word beams there because the word wings actually has in its, in its meaning to release light, beams of light. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, so he's arising us with healing. What does that mean? Well, that word healing there is marpe, it's rafa. It means, you know, healing of the mind, healing of the body to take like a medicine. It has all those meanings in it. So the Lord was showing me, look, your mind is a mess still. You need to get healed of everything, part of your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. But when the sun arises on you, he, he is a light being. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who believes in me will not have to walk in the darkness, but will have the light, which is life. When he arises on you, his light is released. And it actually is not just, oh, Jesus is a sparkling being. How fun is that? No, the light that emanates from him has healing power. And it causes you to be marpe, sound of mind. It causes you to be rapha, healed in your body. It means rapha means a healing, a cure. It causes you to be healed in your body and your soul. And so, but the light produces fruit. When we sit in the presence and worship in the glory, the light of Christ comes down and it produces these fruit, literal fruit in your life of kindly goodness. You become kindly, you become good, you become peaceable, you become pliable, you become humble. Okay, because all the stuff that made you angry and offended and bothered and, you know, and critical and judgmental is driven out because all those things are darkness. Amen? You become upright of heart. You know, everybody's always trying to be upright of heart well, it's like sit in the presence. Yeah. Sit in, as, as the sun of righteousness arises on you with healing in his wings and his beams. That light is going to drive out everything that would make you not be upright of heart. It will cause you to become more and more blameless. It will be easier to not sin. It yeah. will be easier not to fall into that sin. Amen? So yeah. the light is fruit and the glory produces fruit in our soul. It's so powerful what you're saying, Katie. It's life transforming, isn't it? When this revelation drops and you realize we actually have the very nature of the uncreated God inside of us, exploding out of our spirit, man. Like you say, as soon as we're turned into the glory sitting in his presence, there's just an increase of his transformational spirit inside of us, moving body, soul, and spirit. It reminds me, I just think you're... I mean, your message is so powerful and it's so needed, Katie, right now. I mean, the encounters that I've had 
this year, I mean, well, really since the beginning of me knowing Jesus are about the language, about the revelation that you have, where um, Jesus came to me a number of times and he, the first time was a physical visitation. And that as I was completely overwhelmed in his presence, there was light coming off his eyes and radiating off his skin. And like you're describing, you know, the, the beams of light, beams of light, which was rich, literally the essence of his being was coming off him, hitting me in waves and I was getting completely transformed. And then other experiences, you know, I've had at the beginning of this year that are to do with the time range, it's what you're saying, where we realize like there's another level of awareness comes to us. We realize who we're carrying and how critically important it is that we spend time with him and allow the glory to come out. Holy, it's not about 20 years of self-effort. <laughs> like you say, it's about being in the glory. Let him fill us with his nature and then let him supernaturally have, you know, Jesus continuing his ministry in the earth through us as we yield to him. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And, and we, it, it is all about his nature. There's even a scripture that talks about exactly what you said, Liz. This is in Hebrews 1, 3. It's in the Amplified Classic. It says this, he, meaning Christ, is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying or radiance of the divine. He is the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature. Okay, so you just, you just basically, this scripture describes your encounter with yeah. Jesus. He came upon you. He, according to this, this isn't my words, this is the scripture, says that he is a light being, an outraying radiance of the divine. So he was outraying his radiance uh, uh, upon you through his light. And what did that do? It says, he is the perfect imprint and very nature, image of God's nature. See, light transmits his light, not any light, his light transmits God's nature upon us. It imprints it into our soul and our physical body. Okay, think about it. When, a, when you take a photo, photographic negative, what, how do you imprint that what the image that's on that negative, onto photographic paper, you use light. Light mm -hmm. comes through, and that image that's on that photographic negative, which is the master print, goes onto the paper. That's what we are. We're the photographic paper. And Jesus comes, and he overshadows us. He arises us on us as we worship him, spend time with him, and are intimate with him. And then the light coming out of him, because he's a, quote, light being, the light of the world, outraised from him because you can use those words outraised from him and it sends that image into our mind to imprint his way of thinking upon our mind into his motions to imprint the way he handles things the, the way his emotions are ruled and reigned by peace and by the government of heaven it imprints all of that stuff and it even imprints it into our body you know i've seen and i know you I, mean, I look at you, you're, you're beautiful. You know, I know how old you are, but I won't say. But people would be shocked to know, you know. I mean, it's obvious you're walking in the realm of glory and light. Because, I mean, think about what they do in beauty salons. 
Yeah. They go, they, they, they treat you with, with laser lights and with light treatment and light therapy. Okay. It's like, you know, people, I'm 57. People say, you don't look 57. It's because I've been sitting. Yeah, you're beautiful. So what, so do you, because of being in the glory, right? It is. It is. It's from being in the presence. I mean, think about it. Moses was up on the mountain. ever. <laughs> Sorry. We can we can start our own we'll start our own Jesus Medi Spa. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's a great idea. But think about it. Moses went up, and you know he was up for forty days in the presence and the glory of God. He comes down, his face is covered with light, right? So much so, you know, he had to put a veil because people couldn't look at him. Look at what even happened to Jesus. It says that Jesus. His face was changed up on the Mount of Transfiguration. It says when he was overshadowed by a, a, a glory cloud, and in the Amplified it says that that glory cloud was composed of light. It says his countenance was changed. It's like that's what happens. Our countenance will be changed. Our skin will be changed. Our bodies will be changed. Our, yeah. our you know, everything will, will change as we sit underneath that glory cloud that according to the Amplified, it says it's composed of light. And so we need to get into the presence. In that place is soul healing. It's, it's, it, it, it's, the, it's that place of healing the body. Look what happened. Jesus comes down off the mountain of transfiguration in Luke 9, and he meets up with the boy that nobody can deliver. All the, all the rest of the disciples, the rest, the 12, because three went up with him, are down there and they've been trying to deliver this deaf and dumb boy with deaf and dumb spirit and they couldn't do it even though they've been training with Jesus for three years but he comes down and the Bible makes sure and amplified that it says that he came down and his face was still glistening with light and he delivers this kid like that remember Jesus came as a man he gave up his temporarily set aside his divinity to come here on earth as a man so he could show us what we as men could do. So there he is. He's still covered. It says he was glistening, still glistening with the light from the mountain, from being in the glory, from being in the presence. And he comes down and boom, delivers this kid. I believe he used that, that the, the light of the presence in that was in the glory. He was still carrying it to do the job. Yeah, to reach the presence of God. Do you know, Katie, that scripture is one of my favorite scriptures. I love Luke 9. And I know when I, I was reading that in the Passion Translation, and I just got stunned because at the beginning, you'll know this, but at the beginning of that scripture, it, it, the word says, as Jesus prayed, his face shone. And I was so gripped. I'm like, as he prayed. Okay, so Jesus is the firstborn among us. So therefore, the life of transfiguration is attained as we pray come on prayer, communing with him right it's what you're talking about yeah. being in union with him tuning into his presence and that's the key to transfiguration you know and to live to be saturated in his glory and like you're seeing you're carrying your relationship with the living god everywhere you go in the prisons and dripping the glory and metals melting out of people's bodies and and all the countless miracles you're getting in your and financial miracles. Remember you telling me about that. Oh my goodness, would you share a little bit about that? I mean, I'm sure lots of you out there break oh, through that. I mean, now. think about it, what the Bible says. I mean, it says that you will prosper. You look up that word, it actually means the success of a business. So it's yeah. not just a spiritual prosperity. You'll prosper and be now even as. 
So your soul, even as your soul gets prospered, so your soul gets healed in the glory, you're transformed into his image and his likeness from glory to glory in the presence of his life. And then what happens automatically, you're going to have financial prosperity. I mean, think about it. It's like when your soul is wounded by you know trauma or sin or, or an ancestral issue or whatever, it affects every part of your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, which means you're going to think wrong thoughts about money. You're going to make bad decisions about money. You're going to get emotional about money. So God will not bless you when you, when you are in that state because he needs to be able to trust you with the blessing that you will steward it well. So you need to get your soul healed because that's what's going to position you. Also tithing and everything else, but that is what's going to position you for God to go, now I can give the blessing because you're going to do what I want you to do with it and live your abundant life. And so, man, I have seen like massive, massive, all types of blessings and increase. I mean, I'm a person that used to collect from people at gunpoint. Okay. So I had a lot of sin and a lot of junk um, connected to finances, but now I'm running a worldwide <laughs> ministry. We are, we are been you know, given the gift of storing millions and millions of dollars because God knows he can trust us. And I've seen supernatural miracles of all kind. I can remember being in God's presence and I, I was able to ascend into the heavenly realms because the Bible says we are seated in heavenly realms with Christ and we're citizens of heaven. And uh, God showed me this large diamond inside of a safe. I had the combination to the safe. I believe that's, I had my soul healing combination. I knew how to get it so I could open the safe. I pull out this pillow, this beautiful velvet pillow with a huge diamond on it. And the Lord says, take this down to your husband. And I went and I handed it to my husband. And within two weeks, my husband, everybody else was out of work. Um, the country was shut down and everything else. And my husband gets a call and gets a, a job offer for a, a, a job to do a window package in a, in a building construction. And he was going to get paid a quarter of a million dollars for eight weeks worth of work when nobody else was working. I mean, and then shortly after that, he got another $80,000 job. I mean, I've seen miracle after miracle. I, I, I mean, I could just sit here all day long and just tell you financial testimonies that have happened over the last 10, 15 years successively that would just astound you. But it all has its foundation in getting in the presence of God, being in union with him and oneness with him in the glory, receiving his light, being healed in our soul so that we can be trusted with the blessing. Yeah. So that the blessing won't destroy us, but actually we'll, like you say, we'll be able to steward it responsibly because our hearts are now secure in the love of Jesus. We're not trying to create an identity and self-worth and security out of stuff anymore. We're not orphaned anymore. Katie, you're amazing. I could talk to you for hours and hours. You have to come back and do some more revelation with us, if you would, please. Absolutely. But, would you, in finishing today's show, would you just lead us in, Katie? Because I know you guys, family out there, you, you're going to want to know how to get in to where Katie's talking about. So, and I know you love to do that. So would you, okay. just, would you just take us in, Katie, so we can just ascend together, connect, and get in the glory for our lives? Amen. First of all, it's, it's quieting your mind. And whatever mechanism you need to use to do that, do it. Sometimes that is your mind is racing so much 
that you need to pray in tongues until it breaks off that, that resistance or that mind control. Sometimes it'll be that you'll need a focus point, like a scripture. Ask God, tell me what scripture to read. Give me a word from your Bible. And he'll give you a scripture address or a word that you can look up and you'll find a scripture. And you can just slowly methodically chew and and eat that scripture and release it and maybe worship maybe you have a favorite worship song that takes you in but just start with that and then when you're in that place of the presence of jesus remember what hebrews says about him that he is a light being he is the out rain source of the divine radiance so right now just like just set your heart on jesus right now Look at his beautiful face. See the nail prints in his hands and his feet. See the light streaming from his eyes. See him just arising on you right now. The son of righteousness, bringing righteousness into your soul as he just arises upon every area of your need. Because right now, that's what he's doing. His beauty, his radiance is arising on that pain in your body. It's arising on that, that torment in your mind and your soul. He's arising on that painful issue in your marriage. He's arising with healing in his wings and his beams on your finances on your children right now, on your household. Jesus is there. That's what he does. He's, he's bringing you up with him in union, in oneness with him, arising on you and releasing his outraying radiance into you. Just, just picture that, that radiance flowing into your mind in the form of light. And it's imprinting. It says that he's the very image of God, the very nature of his being. And all that light is streaming into that dark place in your mind to imprint Christ's mind, Christ's will, Christ's presence, Christ's goodness. Christ's love into that pain and that torment in your mind, driving it out, driving it out, bringing clarity, drawing your heart towards him more, uniting you with him, bringing peace inside your emotions. Everywhere where you're in turmoil right now in your emotions, Christ is outraying his divine radiance, his light. He's that light being into your emotions to arise on that pain in your emotions, that bitterness, that confusion, that fear, that depression, that anxiety in your emotions right now. With his light arising on with healing in his wings and his beams of light. You're being healed of that pain. You're being healed. You're being healed of that confusion. You're being healed of that anxiety. 
That depression is fading away in the light. It's, the light is burning out. Burning out that depression. Burning out that fear. Burning out the doubt. Burning it away. Burning out the hate that you've tried to shake, that you have for someone or, 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 or a situation. It's being burnt away now in the light. That light is burning away. Everything that is causing you oppression, mind, will, emotions, physical body, physical body being filled with his presence, being filled with his light, with his goodness, with his healing power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, there's such a heavy presence of God right now. As we close out the show now, I just want to um, encourage you to stay in this place with Jesus. If you know other people that would be really encouraged, you desperately need today's content just to get this out on your social media. Just like that. Send it on. Let's get the message out. Let's get the bride healed, whole, radiant, filled with light. We're all rising together in this hour. We're living our best life as a new creation in Christ Jesus. Just stay with the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. This is your moment for a miracle, literally. Stay with him. Katie, thank you so much for being you and sharing the treasures that are in your life with us today. Thank you, Liz. So glad to be able to be here today. Bless you. Bless you all for watching. And we look forward to being with you again next week. Bye.